T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. All right. What we're watching is sponsored by Guided Door and Window. Receive 20% off all windows and doors with no money down and up to three years to pay it off interest-free. Call Guided Door and Window today, one eight seven seven go guida or visit them at go, G-U-I-D-A.com. All right, Mike. So I, the show I'm about to talk about, I reviewed several years back. It's a Netflix show produced and starring a guy named Phil Rosenthal. Uh, a giant. He was the, pardon me? A giant in... in, in- Comedy and entertainment. Indeed. He was the executive producer of the show Everybody Loves Raymond. He's actually in loosely the character Ray Romano was based on. Um, he's a guy. He's a very funny guy. He's not a food critic. It's a show about food, but he's not a food critic, really. But he goes to these amazing places all over the world to explore local food and culture. And so a new season just dropped October 22nd. And during this season, he's going to uh, Croatia and Chile and Maine and Philadelphia. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a motley crew of locations there. Yeah, it gets around. So he's here. And um, the, the show, as I said, the, the season just dropped. And so he's at Laser Wolf with Michael Solomonov and his, and his pal, comedian Patton Oswalt. And he's, he's with Mark Vetri at uh, Fiorella Pasta with their mutual friend Liz Scott, who's the director of Alex's Lemonade. And so he goes to those places, but but he also goes to the places that make this city Philadelphia. Uh, not that those places aren't, because those places mm-hmm. are great, but he he doesn't go to the tourist traps, right? So he goes to Dallas Sandro's for a cheesesteak, and he goes to John's Roast Pork, and mm. he goes to South Philly Barbacoa and Pizzeria Badia and Angelo's Pizza, and he gets ice cream at Franklin Fountain, and he spends a day at Reading Terminal. And, I mean, to be honest, these are a lot of my favorite places that I've gone to for my food hunts over the years. Um, I love these places and all of this in a one-hour show. And he is, Phil, is funny, and it's an easy watch. And you, you're going to watch this, and you're going to want to get on your, out of your house and go eat at all of these local treasures. Um, so, again, I don't want to spend too much time because we had so much mm-hmm. going on. But the name of the show is Somebody Feed Phil. And this particular episode, which you can find on Netflix, it makes our city look great. Um, and not in a touristy way. Really finds the places around town that you you will, you should, you probably already do love. This is... This is Anthony Bourdain if Anthony Bourdain was just a huge goofball. <laughs> well, it's really I'll, what I'll it add, is. 
I'll add two quick things, Glenn. And, and as you said, we can we can. Move I didn't back know you watched you you watched the show. I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm familiar okay. with Phil Rosenthal, obviously. And and just as I said, two quick things. Number one, he married a girl from Delaware County. His wife yes. is Monica Haran, who is from Darby. And if you watched Everybody Loves Raymond, she played Robert's on and off girlfriend slash wife, Amy. Uh, yes. Terrific actress. Um, and as I said, a Delco girl. And, yeah, secondly, and by the way, I, she she appears on this episode. Oh, that's um, cool. Because he brings a local, and he go, I forget which place he goes to, but he brings all her high school friends and her to out to dinner, and she's she's good. She's funny too. Yes. Yeah, she's a Prendy uh, alum, uh, Archbishop oh, Prendy. As we and said, then, Mike Sealski yeah. knows where everybody went to high school. <laughs> and then the second thing, Glenn, I am so hungry now, having oh, listened my. to you list all those places. I, yes. And here I am in Houston. I'm, I, I don't know if I can get barbecue at you know ten thirty in the morning, but after you know, I may run out during a break and try um, yeah. because I'm really hungry now. Well, uh, watch this show when you come back. And uh, but make sure you either watch it on a full stomach or you're ready to get out on the train, on the subway and go to all of these local gems because it shows it shows off. I think Philadelphia is a great food town and I think Philadelphia is a great food town, not just because it has the high end places that you can go on an expense account or go for a special celebration. But is a great food town because the sandwiches here are amazing and Reading Terminal is an incredible place and we are part of the pizza belt where you can get great pizza um and and all of that and that's what this episode shows and so i loved it oh, so there all you right. go. i will definitely check it out once the world series has ended yes indeed somebody yeah. feed phil is the name of the show watch the the philadelphia episode that just dropped all right let's go to steph in mount airy what's happening steph hey fellas thanks for taking my call mm-hmm. i don't know i'd much rather talk about Prendy girls and our experience with, with Prendy girls and Nick Castellanos. So <laughs> I, 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 I did. Maybe do you I have experience with Prendy girls, Mike? I, I, I yes, actually, I, do. I, yes, I, do. I, I <laughs> dated an Archbishop Prendergast girl when I was in college at LaSalle. Um, so yes, and I have experience, and we'll leave it at that. Because <laughs> yeah. I am a man of, we'll of class and grace and yeah. discerning. You don't tell. You know, being discerning on the radio. Exactly. Certainly when it comes to the radio, I think it's a good policy. Not that I want to talk about Nick very much, though. But, man, my point, I guess, is that you can't lump him in uh, as a batter who is not hitting the ball right now. I mean, if you look at his season, I've never seen a guy give away more at-bats over the course of the year. And, um, I mean, really, his last game – we could be more encouraged. It was one of his more encouraging games, and he went 0 for 4, but he did turn in a couple good at-bats, and he lined out once. So that's where we're at as a guy who's batting right behind, you know, almost our entire offense right there. So I think I think It was least, a lost season for him, um, and, I don't, and I don't know why. There is a history of free agents moving from one team to another and then – having the first year be a down year and then coming back. I mean, we've certainly seen that. But I'm just looking. I just called up his page on on baseball reference. and I mean, 2021, to refresh people's minds, 100 RBIs, 34 home runs, OPS at 939, all-star, 12th in MVP voting, silver slugger. This year, and he was healthy this year, 13 home runs, 694 OPS. 
Mike, his OPS dropped 245 points this year. Yeah, arguably, it was interesting. Yeah. Go ahead, Steph. I was going to say he's arguably the worst hitter in the lineup batting behind Bryce Harper. I mean, it's just a fact. You know, just poor at bats. I, I find that he has an enormously long swing. I don't know how he put up the numbers he did a couple of years ago. He's very long to the ball. He looks like, with that swing, it looks like he has to kind of guess hit almost all the time. That's why he's number one in swing percentage, you know. No walks, no homers. It's just a black uh, Mike, hole. what do you think? Well, I, it was interesting, Glenn. I, I spoke with, I was amongst several media members who talked to Castellanos after game five um, because he was the last out of the game. He had come up earlier in the game with a chance to do some damage and, and didn't. And he insisted um, that he was feeling better at the plate, that he felt in control. But I think there's a there's a good point that Steph makes there. He he does seem like his swing is long, that um, even when he fouls pitches off, he seems a little defensive um, up there. And, you know, maybe you write this off as a loss. You just have to write it off as a lost season for him because, as you said, Glenn, go back and look at his full track record. I mean, starting in 2016, his his OPS pretty much is 800 or higher yep. every single year. Um, I mean, he was very consistent. It's not as if the Phillies went out and gave him five years and $100 million based on one or two years of great production after a lot of years of not so great production. He was very much a consistent very good power hitter for a while with multiple teams. So there was no reason to think there would be this drop-off um, both in the regular season and now in the postseason. Yeah. yeah I, Steph, I agree. I, I, I hear you, man. Thanks. Um, I don't know. I, I, you know, Maybe there's something at the end of the year we learned that he played all year with a, some kind of injury that they never disclosed. Maybe it's just yeah. the pressure of moving – you know, he played played for Cincinnati the last couple of years. It's not the pressure-packed city it is here, but I, I always hate that argument, but I, I don't know. I, all I know yeah. is they signed him to a huge contract for, what, four or five years? And five years, yes. Five years, $100 million, and he better come back and do it next year because one year is an anomaly, two years is a trend. The big irony, of course, is it is he's among the worst defensive outfielders in the major leagues, and here he is. That's where he's earned his keep in the postseason. Yeah, but I don't think Dave Dombrowski gave him $100 million no, to be no, a, a, no, a good field, no, no hit right fielder. No, I'm not saying um, that he did. Uh, you know, and, and I, will, I will point this out too, Glenn, that um, Castellanos' wife has been on Twitter uh, pointing out that fans have been kind of mistreating her and her oh, family and that sort of good. thing, oh, that's which never is not good. good. Uh, never, never. Right, never, ever good. No, um, so you don't Hoskins you don't want to see wife that. who just buys beer for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you know you have to. Uh, there's a lot going on there, and as you said, I'm sure we will find out the full story once Game Six and or Game Seven have come and gone. Yeah. All right. Let's get to Rory in Haddon Township. Wants to talk about the manager. Hey, uh, Rory. How are you? Hi. How you doing, guys? Hi, Good. Rory. Um. First, I want to preface my remarks by saying that uh, you two are great together and uh, you're a wonderful team. And I hope that somewhere down the line, maybe when uh, football and baseball season's over, we get Mike to uh, pair with you, Glenn, on Sunday, too. Uh, I don't think it's going to change. I enjoy working with Mike on Saturday, Jody on Sunday, and I think it's, it's working great. But thank you for that compliment. 
Um, I want to talk, there's a saying, and I'm not sure who said it. I could have Googled it while I was waiting, but the saying is foolish consistency is the hobgoblin of little minds. And Mike made a point about staying the course with this lineup, and I, I have to disagree. I think substituting for Castellanos and pinch hitting for Marsh isn't panicking. It's just substituting for a player that's just not performing. I definitely would have substituted for Marsh. Maybe with Garrett Stubbs, who's a great punter, left-handed hitter. He's got a couple of drag on hits this year. Play for the run, and don't worry about hurting anybody's feelings, you know? Here's, here's the thing, Rory. Uh, Garrett Stubbs is the only player on the Phillies roster who hasn't played in the postseason. Um, and if you're going to send him up with first and third in the bottom of the eighth inning of Game 5 of the World Series in the make-or-break moment of not only Game 5, but maybe the entire series, um, I'm not sure that's necessarily the best route to take. Well, okay, let's take Stubbs out of the picture. Substitute somebody else that has played in, in the World Series and have them bunt or, or do something. For as good as they say Marsh is going to be, he can hit a fastball right now, and I think that's why the Angels traded him. Now, By the way, he, he can be- bunt. If, if, you're, if you are wanting to bunt, that is one thing that Marsh can do, and I heard on Angelo's show the other day that when he was with the Angels this year, he successfully executed uh, a squeeze bunt. Um, okay. If that was but, your strategy, you could have you could have used him, but I hear your frustration. Yeah, and there's a lot of things that can go, can go wrong with a bunt too. Suppose he bunts it too hard and bunts into a double play. Um, you know, th- there is a little bit, and I get it. Look, it, you're in that situation. You have the number nine hitter in the lineup up. It, it is the kind of scenario that you know, allows for creative managing. Hey, do we start the runner? Do we hit and run? Do we squeeze? Do we do something? Those options are open to you. But there is a little bit of Monday morning quarterbacking going here because Marsh struck out on three pitches. It doesn't necessarily mean he was swinging from the heels. It doesn't necessarily mean that if Rob Thompson had tried to get creative, it necessarily would have worked out. Let's uh, say hi to Pete in Springfield. Hey, Pete. Good morning, guys. How you doing? Great. Hi, Pete. Hey, um, I, you know, I, I, I get a call. I respect you guys. I love this show and stuff. Uh, I wish Mike all the best, but I'm getting tired of people with um, selective memory, okay, when it comes to Nick Castellanos. Was he great during the season? No, he wasn't, okay? But the fact of the matter is, you, without his bat, you do not get past the Braves. This, you know, he, I think he batted close to 500 against the Braves. It's six or seven RBIs. It's some clutch hits against the Padres. You know, the real culprit on this team is Reese Hoskins, okay? And I'm tired because Reese, number one. It's interesting that you talk about selective memory, and I think you're forgetting some of Hoskins' contributions this postseason. Okay, home run, strikeout. Home run, strikeout. Okay, fine. I'll take that. (laughs) I'll take home run, strikeout. That sounds good. At least when Castellano strikes out, who do it swinging? Well, we'll put the uh, bat on the ball, and he gets, if he gets out, he puts the bat on the ball. Hoskins, the other night, walked away from the plate twice before the pitch was actually in the strike zone. He just walked away. I'm out. I, you got me out. Who, who do you think has been more valuable this postseason of those two? Cacciano's. Oh, I Because there, there was defense, too. I Cacciano's thoroughly disagree with you. But well, that's I mean, okay. We, we, we can disagree yeah, I'll say this, Glenn. I think it's. I think Pete makes a decent point in that it's closer than you think because of the defensive component, right? Like 
Castellanos saved the Phillies' bacon in Game One against the Braves. He saved it against in Game One against the Astros. Um, true. Look, hey, neither of those so, guys is setting the world on fire. Right. So we're we're, right. we're, we're yeah. arguing. You know, neither's going to get get the World Series MVP. On the other hand, um, Hoskins got six home runs and twelve RBIs in sixteen games, which to me is a bigger contribution than those couple of catches Castellanos made. Again, Castellanos ni- neither guy is going to walk off with the trophy. And yeah. what does Castellanos have? He's, he's probably close to 10 RBIs so far. Well, I'll let you know in a second. All right. I'll look it up, too. Break. Yeah, look, look some, some of what we're, we're batting around here has to do with the nature of baseball playoffs. It's Everything is tight and condensed, and things can turn very quickly. So, as we pointed out earlier in, earlier in the show, for instance, you know, JT Romuto hits a clutch home run in game one in the 10th inning to win the game, and he's won for 17 since then with 11 or 12 strikeouts. Um, that's the nature of postseason baseball. You're, you're rarely going to find somebody who is as consistently great as... Seven RBIs instance, Bryce, for Castellanos. Okay, there you go. As consistently great as Bryce Harper has been throughout this postseason. Go back to 2009, for instance. Ryan Howard was the most valuable player of the league championship series. He was... He, he pretty much single-handedly beat the Dodgers, and then he had a terrible series against the Yankees. So, right. you know, it, it, it's just the way a, a Okay, but part goes. of it is, you're right, and it's the, you know, you're playing five games, seven games, and if a guy has five bad games in June, nobody really notices, right? You go two for 18 in a stretch in June, it's like, well, whatever. You go two for 18 in the World Series, and you're a bum. However... Not that I'm making a huge argument that Reese Hoskins is the MVP in anything, but Castellanos is having a disappointing postseason coming off of a disappointing season. Mm-hmm. Castellanos yeah. has not been hot since 2021. Yeah, no, that's that's all true, and and it's kind of to your point, right, Glenn? Like, you know, the the Phillies don't beat the Braves without the Hoskins three run homer in Game Three, and he hits four of them against the Padres. How how rare is it that a guy hits four home runs in a league championship series and isn't the most valuable player of that league championship series? It's crazy to think about. Um, but you're right. But but again, that's the point of postseason baseball is that a slump can last a game. You know, we've spent a good portion of the show dwelling on one moment in game five about Brandon Marsh and should they have mm-hmm. hit and run or should they have had him bunt and all that. And that's what that's what makes playoff baseball great is that you're, we're going to spend years talking about that. Correct. 215-592-9494. Mike Sealski, Glenn Mackner, coming up at noon. We'll talk a little Eagles football with our pal Derek Gunn right here on 94 WIP. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during O'Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 oh.